Welcome back, friends, to the Homeschool Journal. Today, we're going to reach into the homes of some of our fellow homeschoolers who answered a question that I put out on social media. And that question is about what we want our children as homeschoolers to grow to be. So these friends are going to join us by phone, and we're going to share their experiences in their homes, their hopes, and their dreams. Stay with us while we get them on the phone here in just a second. As always, our show is brought to you by Memoria Press. Check out our full line of classical Christian education at memoriapress.com. Welcome to the Homeschool Journal, a show that unpacks the joys and journeys of the classical homeschool family. Here's your host, Carrie McGraw. Okay, I have on the line our friend Esther from Colorado. Hello, Esther. Hi there, Carrie. Thanks for having me on. Okay, Esther, you, I invited you on because um, of obviously this question I put out on Facebook. And, uh, you know, I did that because I love to get the input of our moms and dads that are out there scattered across the country, some of them in other countries. And so you're here today to share with us your answer to a particular question, but we're not going to get to that question yet until you get to introduce yourself to all of our listeners and viewers. So Esther, tell us about your homeschool family. You bet. Yeah. Um, So we're here in Colorado. I've got two uh, teenage boys. They're finishing up a 10th grade year and an eighth grade year Mm -hmm. um, this year. Um, We have been homeschooling for 12 years. If you do the math, I took a preschool year, like a dedicated one, because I needed to know that I could do it. It was a structured (laughs) year. And then in um, my oldest son, kindergarten year we discovered memoria press so we've been doing it since then wow um so yeah so we've been using memoria since they almost since they first came out with that homeschool um curriculum and Mm -hmm. and my older son has just been kind of right on the leading edge of all of the core curriculums that y'all have put out and it's been amazing so we've just been really enjoying it um yeah, and so we've got two more years left with my older son, and he's still doing the Memoria Corps, plugging away, hopefully what? right now, downstairs while I'm up here. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's right. What, what you all might not know about Esther, she's already got them working this morning, that's for sure. So this question that I put out on Facebook for our families to to share their thoughts is, is this, and I'm going to let you reiterate the answer that you gave. Um, and so let me just read it. It was, finish this question. I will feel like I've succeeded as a homeschool parent if my child or children grows to, and what would your answer be to that? Well, you know, I, I think I, when I answered your question on Facebook, I kind of dashed off a quick answer while I was doing something else because I, I always read what you post because it's, it's cool. But, um, after I answered it, I'm like, that was a loaded question. (laughs) (laughs) It was, I, that was tricky. Um, and so what I put was, um, that I, I I really think the answer on a a day-to-day basis when I'm kind of working downstairs with them, that they need to be successful in life, go to a good college, get good grades, be respectful to their, their mother, especially in the process while we're down there doing school and just learn every life lesson we're trying to teach him. But I realize the more correct answer is probably to do his best and glorify God wherever God calls him. And I just, I, I think that that really encapsulates my, um, 
just daily struggle with, um, you know, this, this need to, I feel like quantify what we're doing as homeschool mm-hmm. parents. Mm-hmm. It's so easy to over-focus on their performance in school as a metric of their success. And, and also it's easy to kind of take those metrics and equate them to our success because oh, it feels very personal, right? Like we're just investing so much time, energy, resources, just mm-hmm. into our kids. And we want selfishly to get some sort of immediate return on that investment, you know, and I need to just remind myself daily that, um, if he gets a 95 on the test, that does not, yeah, that's great. And that's successful. But if he doesn't, like he's still in this longer term plan and it doesn't involve the chemistry test grade necessarily. It's part of, it's part of God's plans for him, but you know, he's in this, this, this long haul thing that we're trying to do, like Proverbs 22 says, you know, to train up a child in the way they should go. And eventually, yeah, and eventually, mm-hmm. you know, he's going to attain, you know, what God's plan is for him is our prayer, our daily prayer. That's right. Right. Now, does everyone understand that's listening and watching why I called Esther on this program now? <laughs> because she just, <laughs> she just gave us the, the most amazing speech. <laughs> She talked about long-term plans. She talked about, you know, the things that we we think we hold is so important in the moment, in this this crazy day that Esther has, that so many of our families have, you know, in we have to get this done. And if we don't get this done, we're not going to get a 95 on the test or, you know, we're not, we're, as you approach this college decision or not, not college decision, you know, these things that come after they are under our close and, and focused wings, um, you know, we look at that and we go, okay, that's a measure of success. And, or that something else is a measure of success. When, when we boil it down, the whole measure of success is what you just said, which is to glorify God. And so, Esther, you just described the entire package. <laughs> well, and problems off. Well, you know, and I just realized, you know, he's not going to be at his best at every minute of the school day and every subject. Like, I can't expect that level of focus. Mm-hmm. It's this longer term proposition with based on God's plans for him. And I, you know, I, I am I'm probably overly uh performance focused, um, and have been since I was probably 10 and that's, but that's not my kids, you know, <laughs> that's not. and that's, I think God is working on my heart and that as I try, I can't put that on them. You no. know, they need to do what, what they, that's right. you know, what they're called to. They can't live that for us, you know, and we, right. we, uh, we in turn have to live for the Lord as well and not for our children and, and understand that, you know, they are, they are his first, ours second, you know, it was um, several podcasts ago and we talked about the life cycle of a homeschooler. And I think so much of this podcast is probably going to touch on what my friend Amy touched on there. And one of the things she touched on is how, you know, we think that our children represent us, um, and in a sense, they they do and what we're trying to pour into them, but we need to not take them and and they be a reflection of of our pride or anything like that. And and so therefore, yeah. we need to not take on the burdens of the worldly expectations. We need to first take on the the burdens of God's expectations, and then those do not become burdens anymore because we give them up to Him. So yeah, that's so true. 
Um, this is a wonderful. There's one more thing you said that I really want to key in on. And, and I don't know if this is a God thing or a worldly thing, but being respectful to their mother. Awesome. Awesome. You know, and <laughs> teaching that in our homes is so hard, isn't it, Esther? It, it's, it's a full-time job. And I'm so thankful um, to have the support of my husband in that, because I think especially raising boys, you know, at this age, you know, they're hitting this point where they're really seeking that independence, mm-hmm. which all kids are, but these boys, there's, they're looking for the independence from mom specifically. Right. They need to learn how to become a young man. And sometimes that respect um, doesn't always pop out immediately when they're trying to be their own Mm-hmm. little man down there, you know, mm-hmm. not to say anything bad about my kids, but and they're, they're trying <laughs> really hard, but they need, um, the course correction. And sometimes, you know, they need that from dad, um, honestly. Sure. And that's, um, I always, you know, was raised in a family where mom and dad were a team and, and we are too in our family. But I always thought that meant before having teenage boys that, um, you know, I need to be, I can discipline in the same way that dad does. It turns out that's not really true. true. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's not really true. They will, they will listen and respect it much more coming from him. And then they need to take that in turn and respect what I'm doing for them. But, you know, the other thing too, is that I'm as homeschool mothers, you know, we pour so much Of of our time, energy and effort. And I think that that should come with instant you know, respect for my children. Obviously you see how hard I'm working here (laughs) for you. You see that I just rewrote this test for, you know, to accommodate the fact that you're not maybe reading the directions as carefully as you should and so forth, you know, and so, and I'm doing all this work for you. So therefore, you know, it's easy to just accept that it's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. And it doesn't automatically. And And then just to maintain that patience when it doesn't happen is, is the, yeah, I tell new homeschoolers too, I'm like, you know, the homeschooling part is a snap, you know, it's the constant parenting that'll wear you down. (laughs) (laughs) Again, Esther puts it wisely. Esther, thank (laughs) you so much for your time with us today. And you go downstairs and you, you hug those boys and I I will pray that they hug you back. I'm sure Thank they will. Thank you so much for right. yeah having me on. I hope it's helpful to somebody and is a blessing. And I'll I'll get back to our, our school day here. Thanks for having me on. You will be a blessing. Your words will be a blessing. Um, whenever we get the opportunity to share with each other, I think it always is. So God bless your day, Esther. Thanks for being with us. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay. My next friend is Veronica, and she is on the line with me. Hello, Veronica. Hi, Carrie. Good morning. Well, it's morning right now anyway. So Yes, good morning to you too. Good to have you um, on our podcast here. And so um, Veronica answered and, and on the question, the question that I put on Facebook, it was uh, another really wonderful answer. There were so many wonderful answers, but some of them really struck a chord with me. So I, I called Veronica and said, okay, will you do this with me? And she said, yes. <laughs> I would love to. <laughs> I know. Um, so before we we get to answering the question that I posed, um, I want you to tell us a little bit about your family, your homeschool journey. Okay. Well, I am a brand new, fresh homeschooling uh, homeschooler. Uh, we've been homeschooling for one year. One uh, my year. oldest, yes, yes. So my oldest is turning six. So I started schooling him last June when he turned five and, um, and it, 
it was something I always wanted to do was homeschool. And then after putting him in a, a preschool and not happy with the experience, I, God put it on my heart and really um, pushed me forward into it. So we started homeschooling and uh, I am a, a language lover mm-hmm. and I was like, well, I want to start teaching my kids Latin. And <laughs> <laughs> that search for a Latin curriculum led me to Memoria Press. Wonderful. And then, yes. And then I, from Memoria Press, I was, um, after looking at the Latin curriculum, I realized you had a full curriculum Everything. from, yes, from uh, preschool to graduation. And then that launched me to, into looking into classical education. And it, I just really dove in and I fell in love. I'm so glad. I love stories like yours. This, this, when you were on that road to discovery and when I feel like the Lord calls families to realize true, good and beautiful education and find classical education. And of course, you know, I'm biased, find Memoria Press. (laughs) Yes. So you have two others though. What are their ages? Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, I have a six-year-old, a four-year-old, and a one-year-old. So we are a very young family, but um, it's it's coming up quick. I'm going to have a full home of homeschoolers soon. So. Yes, and, and trust me, you blink and it's like gone. Um, so, and you have three boys, right? All boys, all boys. Oh, yes. there's a lot of energy in your home. Oh, there's a yes. lot of energy <laughs> in your home. That is beautiful. Absolutely. Well, yes. Veronica, okay, let's get to the answer that you gave us to this question. It is, finish the question. I will feel like I've succeeded as a homeschool parent if my child grows to, and what did you say? I said, if my child grows to love God and all of his creation, have the ability to discern information and have a thirst for learning. Mm-hmm. Amen. I want them to seek. I want them to seek the good, the true and the beautiful. Oh. And I, I have found that through a classical education. I didn't know what I wanted, but the full picture came to me when I started researching. Beautiful, beautiful. So, so there's some things in there that really, um, just kind of struck a chord with me. And it was your comment on discerning, you know, as yes. it, it is a challenge and yours are so, so young. Um, and, and that, but that ability to discern, um, you know, information to, to see truth and in information, um, that's a tough thing to, to do, especially when they're so young. Um, do you feel like, um, the classical education is, is assisting in that process? Yes. I really feel like a classical education does help with the discernment process. It really forms the whole human being. And, uh, with my six-year-old, I'm teaching him, uh, about God and the Bible. And then we are reading stories that are founded in Western culture and learning the roots of, the Western civilization through a classical education. And he's able to take any new information and hold it up against that and be able to discern the truth from that point on. And it's really helped us. And that's amazing. You know, they're, they're so, they're so young and yet you see it so quickly within, you know, classical education. And, and that's, 
that's really what you just said was to 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 take what comes at them and hold it up against truth. And and that's how that discernment process begins. It's just that what you are planting in these three beautiful souls that God has given you. Um, the other thing you said was to have a thirst for learning. And I think, don't you find joy in the curriculum that you are using with your son? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And when I see him light up learning all the new information, I, I know that it's creating that thirst. And well, I really know it when he's asking me so many questions throughout the day. So oh. and not just my older one, I can, my four-year-old and I'm sure the one-year-old will be right behind that. <laughs> well, and that's the thing. It makes, it makes them, um, the, the quest for learning becomes so much easier because they see joy and, and mm-hmm. truth in the, what is in front of them. And I believe God put it in us to seek that. And, Absolutely. and, and so they're doing that, even if they don't even know yet, you know, what they're seeking. Um, and then for this to take place in the home. Uh, so Veronica, thank you so much for all you had to share um, with our families about the beginning of your journey in classical education with Memoria Press. Thank you. Veronica, have a great day. You as well. Okay, bye-bye. Okay, everyone, I have on the phone with me, Sarah. Sarah, good morning. Well, at least it's morning right now. How are you this morning? Good morning, Carrie. Um, I'm doing great. I'm a little tired because I haven't slept well. Oh, no. I do have a baby. <laughs> but, yes. So I'm a little worried of some of the things I'll say, but <laughs> you will be fine. Oh my goodness. Because it's all about sharing and, um, everybody, we, we should say Sarah's, um, well, Sarah, tell everybody about your kiddos. I know you have a friend there with you this morning trying to help you out. Yes. Um, I have a nine-year-old daughter, a about-to-be-seven-year-old son, um, and a five-month-old. Woo-hoo. And my seven-year-old son um, has cochlear implants. So, oh. yeah. So he was born um, profoundly deaf, and oh. it's it's been such a blessing and a joy um, to homeschool him and my daughter and soon to be my five-month-old son. <laughs> well, yes, because you'll blink, and that's there before you know it. That's that's what I tell people all the right. time. I think I've already said that this morning. So <laughs> homeschooling can be can mean so much to so many different families, but like you said, when you have someone that has those special needs, um, how has that been? When did you start homeschooling? How long have you been homeschooling? So I've been homeschooling, um, I'd say about, six years, five years. Um, I've always wanted to homeschool. Um, even before I was married, I always had this vision of homeschooling my children. And, um, so it hasn't been too long, but it feels very long, (laughs) (laughs) especially on days like now, right? (laughs) When you're tired. (laughs) And so how did you find classical homeschooling in Memoria Press? Yes. So that's an interesting story. Um, I had a job as an art teacher at a classical private Christian school. And during that time, I was homeschooling my child while I was teaching art. And I was praying um, and just seeking God's um, 
will in a curriculum. And I, I couldn't find any curriculum that just really fit with our family's needs and something that um, wouldn't have any gaps and that was mm. classical and had high, just really high quality um, curriculum. And at this private school, they were actually using Memoria Press. Wonderful. And so I started looking into it and I was like, this is exactly what we need. This is exactly what I've been looking for. And um, we decided to go full core uh, last year and it's been wonderful. It's been oh, wonderful. I'm so happy. I'm so happy. So now that we have a little bit of a picture of Sarah's home, um, not just the, the long term, but even today with all the busy kids <laughs> at, at, the, at the house, um, let's let's go to that question that I posed on social media that you so graciously answered. And then she finds herself here on a podcast, right, Sarah? <laughs> yeah, I can't believe it. <laughs> Sarah's like, I'll never answer one of Carrie's questions on Facebook. <laughs> book again. <laughs> yeah, this is what you what it gets you, Sarah. <laughs> so um, I posed this question and it was finish the question. Um, I will feel like I've succeeded as a homeschool parent if my child, in your case, children, grows to and share with us what you said or some of what you said. Sure. Um, I said to love the Lord their God with all their heart, soul, and mind, and to love their neighbors as themselves. Um, even if they don't go to college or become someone great, I'd love for my children to behold their great God and live for him wholly. Oh, wow. Wow. Can Is that a mic drop moment? Like, can I just, <laughs> boom. <laughs> Amazing. I, I, how do you... Um, how do you get to that level of focus with your kids on a day that you had no sleep? <laughs> like, you know, I mean, you know, if you look at your day step by step, tell us, you know, how is it that you are able to focus them on God holy or first? Oh, wow. That's a deep question. There. <laughs> um. I mean, I'm not, I'm definitely not doing this perfectly. And I definitely know that my children can't love God perfectly. Um, but I feel like God enables to love him, um, with all that we are. Um, and he is delighted in the love that he receives from his people. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, in the mornings I try my best, even though I'm exhausted and tired, I really enjoy having to read God's word and, you know, I read Puritan prayers books and, um, and I read commentaries. I just love studying about who God is. And I guess it begins with me. So if I'm Amen. not, if I'm not loving God and I'm not seeking him and I'm not trying to find out who he is and, um, doing all that, then my children, there's nothing really I can teach my children or give them if I'm not doing that myself. So tell me, you know, what does a day bring, you know, for the kiddos in your home um, when, when you've got that baby and, <laughs> and, and it, it, tell me about, tell me real quick what a day brings. 
Oh gosh. Um, so <laughs> when he was a newborn, um, I thought I had it. Like I was like, Oh, this is, this is going to be great because he slept a lot and he was quiet. <laughs> it was easy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he started getting bigger. <laughs> um, he had more awake times and, um, you know, I'm trying to feed him and that in itself is a whole nother, um, issue, but I just bring him into the classroom and he, you know, he's with me all the time. So he's listening to, um, Greek stories. He's listening to, um, Latin. He's listening to his little brother, um, try to read and sound out phonics and, he loves it. He loves looking at the chalkboard and seeing what I'm writing. He loves looking at the cover of all the books that I have oh. from Memoria Press. And, um, you know, sometimes I'm sitting there feeding him for hours, it feels like. And so I'm not able to, to do school um, in the way mm-hmm. that I want, sure. in the structure that I want. Sure. But um, and so in that moment, I'll, I'll feel a little frustrated. Like I wish this would end so that I could get back to school and finish our day. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I've sort of adapted to is, well, let's, let's just, um, help him in this moment now, and then we'll get to school when this is done. And so even though it hasn't ended like on days where I've wanted it to end or end on a schedule where I wanted it to end. Um, we still manage to get school done, even if it's later in the day. So I'm, I'm having to adjust to that because yes. I'm a very like check off the boxes and, and at two o'clock we're going to be done or at three o'clock we're going to be done and we're not going to do anything after that. <laughs> and yeah, you but, can't, can't um, always check off boxes. <laughs> no. Always. And I'm realizing that with the third child, <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, but it's humbling and it just makes me depend on God more and to just help me, you know, give me strength and and patience and um, just help me get through this season. And I'm so glad because we only have three weeks left. So I'm ready. I'm ready for the corner. Rounding the corner. So, Sarah, let's go back to um, a couple of the things that you said. And it was, I loved the fact that you released expectations. And two of the expectations that you released was whether, you know, they go to college or become someone great. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and how do you release those expectations? Oh, well... And this is just a little bit about my culture. So I'm Korean and and I'm not saying this is for every Korean family, (laughs) but there is sort of this push as I was growing up to become someone important. And that meant being a doctor, a lawyer, Mm -hmm. someone who made a lot of money. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, And through my life, as I started growing up and realizing and maturing, Um, in the faith, I did not do those things successfully. I did not become a doctor. I did not become a lawyer. Um, And instead, you know, God has me homeschooling my children, which is 
humbling. It's like a humbling kind of um, position. I completely understand. And, and what we have to do is, you know, it's releasing the expectations of the world and, and taking on the, the expectations of the father. And I think that, yes. that that's really what you hit on when you said that in your answer on social media. And that's mm-hmm. so beautiful. And I just want to thank you for helping us to you know, relay that kind of message to our homeschoolers, because you said just a second ago, you know, you, you didn't go on to be that expected doctor or put money or a title behind your name. But to me, you put the most important title on that you possibly can. And that is mom. And, Mm. and I am forever humbled and grateful to parents out there that fully wear that title of mom or dad Mm. and do it because they're invested in their children, but they are calling or answering the calling of the Lord. So Sarah, Mm. I'm going to, I'm just going to clap for you like right now for, for all that you are doing in your young home. Yes. I mean, I am a sinner. (laughs) Me too. I am so thankful, you know, that I can, you know, reach out to God and just pray to him for that strength. Yeah. When you talked about, when you talked about checking off boxes, I can check that center box off this morning. I'm totally sure. (laughs) (laughs) But that's what we do each and every day. We get up and we do exactly what you said, which is, well, we hope, you know, we try to spend that first moment um, with the Lord. And sometimes for me, it's before my feet hit the floor, I just tell the Lord, I'm going to, I'm going to utter your name for today. And, and may you, may you rule my day. And I just want to say to all of our homeschoolers out there that have these hopes, these dreams, um, of what their children grow, uh, to be, you know, release that of the world, take on that of God and stay focused in, in that, put your blinders on, just stay focused, you know, right, mm-hmm. right there. And Sarah, I know with a young family, it is, it's arduous, it's tiring, but I know you see the fruits. Yes. And I just want to add, um, when we put God first in our lives, everything just kind of falls into place. Mm -hmm. I feel like, um, because we're drawing from God and his wisdom and we're basically being the way that he created us to be, which is to glorify him and to seek him and to be with him. So. Amen. Amen. Sarah, thank you for your time with me today. Thank you. <laughs> um, and your three precious children for allowing mom to have a few moments on the phone because that's rare. <laughs> It is. It, it is. is. I'm so blessed to have a friend. <laughs> yes, we are. We are all blessed to, to lean on our friends and our family. Sarah, God bless you today and, God and, bless you. and your family. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Homeschool Journal. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Music, or wherever else you get your podcasts. If you like our episodes, consider leaving us a positive review and sharing it with a friend. Help us to find more friends to join our homeschool family. I want to give a huge thank you to the Memoria Press Podcast Network for hosting our show and ask that you check out all of our great podcasts there. As always, I'm Carrie McGraw. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time. You've been listening to the Memoria Press Podcast Network, providing a classical Christian perspective on the world of education. To learn more about Memoria Press, visit memoriapress.com. To connect with us, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.